Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. Praise God. Praise God. I think I'm going to take my glasses off so I can see what I'm saying. (laughs) Praise God. I'm not ashamed to let you guys know this today, but it's my birthday today. Thank you. Thank you. I do want to say something because last year I was sitting in a wheelchair waiting my second surgery in my heart. They were going to crack my chest open in less than a, a month. And they were telling me a whole bunch of stuff. And I remember sitting there going, am I going to get to see another birthday? But look at God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And I'm here. But I do want to share something with you in this word today. And I, I will, I'm not, you know what? I'm not even going to say I'm not going to be long. There's no promises. It's my birthday, and I'm going to do what I want. And it is. It is. But but I do want to share something with you, honestly. As you know, in a society nowadays, we want everything quick and fast. Right? It's it's unheard of that, you know, because a lot of past friends that I know of, they they have like seven different services on a Sunday. But in their church, they're, they're... the, the sanctuary isn't filled, but they want to have different services. Why? Because they want to accommodate everybody on Sunday. That's how we, that's where we're at as a church. I'm not even talking about people. I'm talking about us as a church. I thank God for the church. We, we have one service. Look, we'll, you know, people say, man, somebody said, man, you're going to get ready to, because you people, the places explode. I'm looking around, it ain't explode nothing. We got pl- plenty of places for people to sit. And hopefully, I mean, if we if the walls get too much, then praise God. Maybe we'll go out and look to buy a church. I'm tired of paying somebody else. Praise God. Anyway, sacrifice. Sacrifice. How many people know what a sacrifice is? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I promised the Lord that if I was able to see another birthday, that I would sacrifice my life for him. And it's funny. I thought that before I became a pastor. Because <laughs> at that point, I'm like, man, Lord, I give you everything, everything. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, Lord, if you let me live, I promise I'm going to do this or that. How many people have made that promise? You, you said that to the Lord? How many people you have reneged on that? Yes. Amen. God bless you for being honest. Because if you're not honest with yourself, then you're never going to be honest with the Lord. Mm. Sacrifice. The word sacrifice means the surrender or destruction of something prized or desirable for the sake of something considered as having a higher or more pressing claim. 
So what we're going to talk about today is an acceptable sacrifice. Some people don't even know what an acceptable sacrifice is. Some people say, well, I'm going to sacrifice this for you. You know, kind of like people will give stuff. Like they'll go and say, oh, I'm going to give something to somebody. I'm going to sacrifice my comfort. And you're really not sacrificing anything. You're just giving up something just because it feels all right. Give you a little funny. So turn to Genesis chapter 4. And I will start at the beginning of Genesis chapter 4. You guys have heard this before. And hopefully you'll get some understanding what this is. Genesis 4, chapter 1. I mean, yeah, 1, and it starts here, 1. Now Adam had sexual relations with his wife. Mm. What did anybody want to say? Oh, praise God. To the married couples. Now Adam had relations with his wife Eve, and she became pregnant. When she gave birth to Cain, she said, with the Lord's help, I have produced a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother, and his name was Abel. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd while Cain cultivated the ground. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Number four. Abel also brought a gift, the best of portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel's and his gift, excuse me, but he didn't accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very mad mad, and he looked dejected. And the Lord said, why are you so angry, Cain? Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it and be its master. One of the main reasons why we struggle with sin is because our sacrifice isn't acceptable. God is calling us to a level of worship that will eradicate sin from our lives, but it's going to cost us something. Are you awake? Most of, most of us know what we need to do to keep us from going down the road that leads us to sin, but are we willing to do what it takes? No or yes. We're in this place right now that most of us want to do the right thing, but we won't do the right thing. We'll say we'll sacrifice, but then why are we always, watch this, why are we always giving God a little and then we struggle with sin? But when you give God an acceptable sacrifice, you you have a little bit more power over sin. James 4, 17 says this, therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him, it is a sin. Now, looking back at verse 3 and 4, we see the difference in offerings. Genesis 3, Genesis 4, 3 and 4. When it it came time to the harvest, Cain presented some of. 
And then Abel also brought a gift, the best. You have some from Cain and best from Abel. You had some of from Cain and the best of from Abel. Does anybody see the difference? Some of, best of. And because Cain only gave some, this is why in verse 6 we find that Cain was heated. He was big mad. Because he gave, he said like, look God, I'll give this to you. God's like, "Uh uh-uh, I ain't taking that. In verse 6 he says, why are you so angry, the Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. So many people right now, you know what we're doing? We're doing what we think we need to do. We're doing our own Christianity. Well, I got, you know, I got my relationship with the Lord. He knows my heart. Come on, y'all. Many of us out here aren't giving God what he desires i talked about this i think last week maybe two weeks ago when when god orders this says the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered by the lord that's what god wants that's what he wants when he goes to when you go to a restaurant what do you want you want what you got what you ordered don't give me something that i didn't order that's what cain did cain decided to give god what he was like here you go this is for you i didn't ask that i didn't ask for that I wanted something that is acceptable, something that I want, something that is good and sweet smelling to my nostrils. See, you guys have to understand, man. God is the sacrifice inspector, and he rejects what isn't acceptable. God ejects or dejects Cain's sacrifice because Cain chose to do some of instead of the best of. He didn't accept Cain. And Cain got mad. Why would Cain get mad? Think about this, his family. Cain got angry. If you notice, he didn't get mad at God. He got mad at his brother. Because his brother was doing the right thing. Do you see where the sin happened? He's over here doing everything to, to praise, to please God. Abel was, but Cain, he's looking at him and his sacrifice and he gets jealous. Some of us are jealous at other people's relationships with the Lord because we, ain't, we, ain't, we don't want to do what they got to do. Why have they got so much favor? Why do they got all this? Why do they got all that? Well, I don't know. They must be doing something. No, it's because your sacrifice is unacceptable. Lord accepted Abel's gift, but he did not accept Cain's gift. When this happened, Cain felt angry. When we don't make acceptable sacrifices, we can find ourselves left empty and disappointed in our jobs, in our relationships, and in our marriage and our ministry. We say that our jobs, our marriages, and ministries aren't fulfilling, but we aren't fulfilling the requirements for the job. I'm going to talk to this, this water bottle. I, I, I feel like somebody's hearing me. So what ends up happening is that so many people right now are looking at our wives, at our job. I'm not satisfied with my job right now. Oh, my wife. I'm not happy in my marriage. I'm not doing all this. I'm not fulfilled in this relationship. Well, maybe because you're not feeling fulfilling what's, what the, the church is. Oh, did I say the church? The church? 
or, or your relationships or your jobs aren't fulfilling you is because you haven't first fulfilled the requirement. When you come into a job, they got requirements for you. They expect this from you. And then you come in and you start doing stuff. And I said, no, I've already told you what I expect from you when you have this job. And then you want to complain because I don't feel fulfilled in this job. I'm just not getting out of it what I want to get out of it. But then, do you know, the boss is looking at you. It's like you're not getting out of what, getting out of this what you want because you're not doing what I asked you to do. The first thing I asked you to do was be on time. See, the dominating attitude amongst people is this. I want more for less. Can, can, I, just be, can I be honest with you? Because it's my birthday, so I'm just going to talk. Do you know people expect more from the church than the church expects from you? Shh, don't say nothing. Because nobody here does that. When... You want counseling when you're hurting, when you need this, when you need that. You expect, say expect. expect. You expect the church to do for you. But when the church asks you to do something, we got to make a bunch of phone calls just to get somebody to move chairs. Oh, yeah. Hello? <laughs> this is what the people call the slot machine theory. Everybody goes before a slot machine to get fun, and, and it's great to be there, and all that other thing, and we put money in, we put money in, but we're expecting that as I keep putting just a little bit in, I want to get a lot out of it. We're going we're to lose a bunch of people here today. See, and when God's word prevails in our life, because he said this, they that sow sparingly shall also reap sparingly. God is not mocked. For whatever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Then we get angry, wrathful, envious, jealous, uh, uh, dissatisfied with our situation. And as a side note, I just want to let you guys know, this is a side note. There's a difference between jealousy and envy. They're not the same. Envy is when you want what others have that leads into jealousy, which means resentment and distrust. See, I see stuff that people have, and I'm like, wow, that's nice that they have it. But then you start resenting people. Okay, I'm not even going there. As we add all this up, we see that anger, wrath, and jealousy is really a result of the sin of adultery. And some of us, listen to me, I'm telling you, listen. Jealousy, anger, wrath is really a result of the sin of idolatry or idolatry. Not the Dollar Tree, but idolatry. <laughs> and some of y'all in here, you, you, you worship the unholy trinity. Some of us in here, we worship the unholy trinity. And I'm not talking about the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about the unholy trinity of me, myself, and I. I know some of y'all was like, what he about to say? <laughs> I'm going to put this on camera. You guys know the unholy trinity. These are the people that worship that. The ones that, 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 that they have the eye problem. 
You guys know what an eye problem is? It's not about your glasses, it's eye. It's like always about me. It's I. I don't like this. I wasn't called for that. I do everything. I don't feel comfortable. I, I, I. I have an eye problem. When you have an eye problem, then you, you can't see. And I'm not saying see in Spanish like yes. And I'm not talking about see like with your eyes like I can see or I can't see. I'm talking about the letter C. You can't crucify your flesh. You can't conform into the image of God. You can't be Christ-like. Luke 9, 23 said this. And he said to them all, if any man should come after me, let him deny himself. Not be comfortable. He said, deny yourself. See, when we come here to church, you got to deny yourself to, to serve people. That's what God, he's a servant. If you want to be, this is what I don't understand about people. They say, yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm like, well, who are you serving? Do you serve at your church? No, I just come to church. Then you're not a Christian. Because the word Christian means Christ-like or to be like Christ. And Christ was a servant. And if you're not denying yourself, Jesus denied himself. Paul even said, pick up your cross. Deny yourself daily. But we got this mentality once again. I, I, I. I need this. I need that. There are people that need you to serve them. You can't serve God by yourself. You could serve God by serving his people. See, God set up the standard for sacrifice. He set it up for us. Romans 12 and 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may approve that which is acceptable in the perfect will of God. That's a whole big long scripture. Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2. He says, I beg you. I beg you. By the mercies of God, present your bodies, your bodies. Listen, so many people, and I, I appreciate that you guys will come up and be just like Cain, and you might throw a bunch of money to the church, but you gave some of. Some people say, well, I don't serve, but I, get, you know, I give, and we, that's fine. What you got to do, you got to, your time, your treasure, and your talent. Maybe you can call that part of the Trinity. Your time, your talent, and your treasure. You got to do all three. I'm going to bring this to a close. I don't want everybody to fall asleep. There's one thing that I, that I try not to do as a pastor is I try not to go on tangents about certain things, but sometimes I do. I, I remember some things that my mother and my father used to tell me when I was young, and I would just sit there and look at them like this. Well, look at this look. So some of you parents know this look. They, I didn't hear nothing my parents were saying. Amen? We really don't. Time and time again. You, you ask my, all my kids. You ask them. They're looking like that. Okay, here comes dad. Here it, it's, it's about to happen. But I tell them this because I love them. 
because I've been to a place they I've already been there. God knows all things. He's, he's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's omniscient. He knows everything and he tries to tell us sometimes so quietly. He's like, I need you to listen to me because it's not for me. It's for you. I'm giving you these rules to protect you. I want all of you. I want all of you. Not just you in a chair, but I want you here serving God, not just in the building, but serving when you go to your school or you go to another church. I don't know if you're here for the first time or whatever. Wherever you go, God wants you to be his light. But I got to give you, I'm telling you what's going on with society today. I would love to talk about what's going on with society, but the problem is because the church has failed society. We can sit down and talk about what everybody's doing out there and flags flying and all this stuff. It doesn't matter what's going on in society. What's going on here in the church? Come on, saints. We want to sit down and do all this about, look what they're doing. Look what these people are doing. And look at this doing the government this and the government that. And blah, 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 blah. You're talking in unholy tongues. Gibberish. But if we examine ourselves and we become the sacrifice, then we can change the world. But instead, you know what we're doing? Every Sunday, every growth group, everything we're doing, we're just talking and everybody's looking at us like this. Then I get a phone call. <laughs> Pastor, my son, I don't know where he's at. <sighs> Pastor, I, I can't pay my light bill. <sighs> Pastor, help me. Uh, my relationship, my husband, my, my, my dog died. Y'all laughing, but I'm telling you. 24-7. But if you just listen to the word of God, if you just listen, they that have an ear to hear what the Lord is saying to his church, just listen. You don't, I, listen, I don't care. Just listen to what the Lord's saying. To be a sacrifice. It's what God wants. In order to master sin in your life, you can't give some of, you got to give the best of. That is all of you. All of you. I don't want to sit down and make this a whole big issue, but I have to because it's the word of God. I've been charged to give the word of God. Generosity is great, but God also commands tithe. You guys believe God's word? Then why don't we do it? can't afford it well you know it isn't just about the time when people say I can't afford it let's talk about this you can't afford to stop fornicating you can't stop watching pornography you can't stop eat overeating you can't stop overspending don't talk about that pastor just tell me how I can get blessed no I am telling you how you can be blessed listen to the word of God that's all you need to do. 
is a work and I'm, I'm listen praise God for all these churches I love them I love all of them but God has given us an assignment in Susun four square miles I don't know it was about 15,000 people just in this city we need to make a, we need to make an impact in this city but it takes all of us Jesus took 12 apostles, disciples, and turned the world upside down. You know why? Because people gave up their time, their treasure, and their talent. Because they gave the accept, acceptable sacrifice. Is that going to be you today? Will you give up your heart? And not just your heart. Say, God, don't just take my heart. Take everything. Take my heart. Take my mind. Take my treasure. Beloved, I want you to all prosper and be in good health as your soul prospers. Saints of God, an offering is what you have to give. But a sacrifice is to give all you have.